0: uctoday.com Hello and welcome to Out Loud, UC Trends is a series we run every October talking to some of the UC, Collaboration and CX Industries biggest brands to review what they've accomplished in the last year and look ahead to what they're going to be doing in the next 12 months. This special roundtable episode was recorded during JITECS 2019, the Middle East's biggest technology expo and conference. I was joined by members of the Avaya management team to discuss the trends that are impacting Avaya and to review some of their plans for the future. I was joined by Nidal Abu Latif, president of Avaya International, Ahmed Helmi, vice president and CTO of Avaya International and by Steve Joyner, managing director at Avaya for the UK and Ireland. I started by asking Nadal about the trends that are impacting Avaya in its international markets. Have a listen. You see, it's not only
1: impacting us, impacting any technology provider or any any company who provides solutions. So users or customers, we've been saying it for, for a long time, it was a trend that now it's catching up more that they want to communicate with you with their choice so that impact you see immediately definitely a little bit after that impact CC because they have to be all prepared have the infrastructure have the interface to it then the application the social media a lot of application oh that's the application I use I want to use it for all my transaction you can resist for some time but it's catching up everybody wants to do it social media my you know some if the choice of I'm using that social media platform. That's how I want to communicate in the office. I want to communicate to my bank things. So if you want to retain your customer, you talk about customer set, you talk about fulfillment of the trend and the new generation that's coming. So you have to be geared up for it. Video first, mobile first. This is things like, is has been for a couple of years and become more dominant. People wants to do video, not call. People wants to text, not to call. So uh, this is give us, I wouldn't say force us, I would say give us opportunity to, to add all this application, all this new technology to our platform. And it was easy to add to Avaya because Avaya have built over the years all our platform based on open system so it allow us to integrate. Uh, and uh, the beauty of it uh, is a challenge and beauty and excitement too, that it keeps changing, it keeps adding and we keep getting excited that we have everything is new. So it impact us positively. Uh, I would say it is more difficult to our customers who have to prov- we provide that, uh, that platform and that services for them to deliver to their customer. So it's not easy to change rules in a bank. It's not easy to change rules in a government. And they cannot react for every time there is something new. So that creates a challenge for them and then subsequent to us to d- receive the demand. Is the will there? Is everybody is aware of this changing and wants to really adapt to it? Absolutely, but it takes time. It's not easy to change a back office. It's not easy to get into a banking regulation. And uh, then uh, around all of this video first, application, mobile, etc., comes the big threat, which is security. We come up and you are all over. So that's a threat, so they have to re uh, visit their uh, infrastructure, their go, how they communicate, how they, what they allow, what not to allow, rewrite a new policy. I would say that's the biggest challenge face everybody,
2: but mainly the customers. So, so just before we move on to someone else, Nadal, that that demand for choice, do you think that's been driven by by the consumer world, the choice we have in our consumer world, and that and that's relayed into sort of enterprise demands and the sort of customers that Avaya
0: are dealing with.
1: You see now for the last few years consumer are forcing enterprise to react to what they want number one they are the numbers number part the big number of users then mobile phone came and advanced and advanced and all this application on it again it added force to that thing and the third is the youth young generation that become customers and then they have their loyalty is uh, i would say the loyalty is <laughs> the lifetime of their loyalty is based on how happy they are that you're servicing them their their way, and secondly, they have no patience, so they want everything now. Uh, they want it their way, so that's what's driving that.
2: Ahmed, from from your perspective, I sort of want to understand some of the, the the technical demands that you have from your customers. Nadal mentioned there. There's a difficult balance between offering customers that that choice of solutions, but also a balance with security. Is that something you're hearing more and more? Customers want to be able to leverage this wide range of solutions. But as Nadar was saying, in an enterprise, there's more considerations than we have in the consumer world. Uh,
3: absolutely. Look, uh, all our customers, what they are seeking today is they are seeking the right partnership directly with vendors or the technology owner, because they know that although the these new use cases, new technology, new trends, are definitely going to bring them competitive edge or even more business value but they know that there is a journey until they can reach really a level where this service can be properly embedded into their day-to-day business so when they work with us starting from the strategic consultancy phase where we define okay this is the kind of integration uh, programming customization level that we need to make this solution works until you actually deliver it in the right compliance way that meet their business requirements, they usually don't see everything from day one when they are processing the business value of the technology, and they know that there might be a few things that come down the road and has to be resolved. So this kind of partnership is what help us work with these customers to, as we go through this, I would say, journey, we can actually address any challenges. We are, we are, also it looks at our skill sets, right? So in the past, we were very focused more on building the technology. It was easy to deploy, implement, test it, and just commission it. Today, the deployment phase is more like testing, uh, improving, hardening. So the skill sets of people, uh, everything have changed. And that's really how it has been uh, impacting us on the technical side. Steve,
2: from a a channel perspective, from a partner perspective, I I take it that's something that you're seeing more and more from reseller and service provider partners that there's a difficult balance to be struck between wanting to provide these solutions that offer customers their end customers a huge range of choice but as I've been said there's a a technical balance there and there's a go-to-market balance there it's it's a complex thing isn't it?
4: Very much I mean I think in Avaya we've been very lucky in in, you know most of our markets we've got tremendous partners but there is no doubt the the way we partner and I think Nadell and Amida both use this term partnerships okay it's long have we moved away from this reseller arrangement where one delivers to one that delivers to the other in this daisy chain effect? Now it's all about partnering. The customer, the reseller or the partner, and ourselves and the technology vendor, and even other third parties as well. You can't deliver these customers the outco- the business outcomes that they need today without doing that together. And you know, we've, we've, we have to work with our partners and our customers, and customers to make sure that we get that right blend, that we deliver everything for everybody.
2: Before I move on, on that the the partner request, in terms of emerging trends, are you seeing more and more requests for the capabilities to embed? We're obviously here at JITEC, it's a developing technology festival. On the Avaya booth, you've got lots of technologies utilizing emerging technologies, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things. Are you hearing more and more requests from partners to be able to leverage those sort of solutions because as you were talking before a traditional reseller might not have ever looked at those sort of
4: emerging really nuanced technologies. 100%. And in fact, if you were to look around the booth today, you will actually see some of those partners, those technology partners of ours, our resellers. They're all here together. I don't think we could really put on a, an event like this with the technology that we're showing and the solutions that we're delivering without them. So you're 100% correct. That is exactly how it is working today. That We're hearing it more and more. And, and you know, it's not only about the sophistication now as well in the big enterprise customers. Maybe a few years ago, I, there was probably this perception that the the really smart stuff was unique to enterprise but now our smallest medium customers our commercial customers they demand that level of sophistication as well they need the same outcomes that we would deliver for a small customer to a big one and that is why partnering with various different ecosystem players and alliances is so important.
2: Ahmed that's a really interesting point actually isn't it and we were talking earlier on about your new contact center as a service solution and you were talking about the capabilities for that for, for small businesses and what Steve says there echoes that effectively, doesn't it? Something that traditionally might have been confined to a large enterprise in terms of technology provision is, is now available. So what what are you hearing more and more from, from small businesses in terms of the sort of technologies they want to be able to embed into, the, into their portfolios?
3: See, uh, small businesses has been focusing more on productivity and anything that helps them to uh, improve and provide more services to their customers without having to in heavily invest into the standard channels like recruitments and you know TCOs of infrastructure and stuff like that, they will definitely go for it. The, the number one selling opportunity for chatbots today is not only for big enterprises that have thousands of agents serving their customers, it's actually for those small businesses that have five to 10 agents and they're trying to get to as much customers as possible to serve them without the need to hire more. So you can see this, advanced analytics chatbots conversational ai's all these kind of new emerging technologies that m- small and mid-sized marketing are seeing more potential to evolve their business and even some of them use it as an opportunity to compete with bigger businesses than themselves it's because they see okay maybe i cannot have 100 agent, but with my 10 agent and a properly developed and programmed a chatbot i can still have reachability uh, to the no- large number of agents uh, or customers that I can serve uh, and really I can use it to, for my go-to-market strategy. So it's becoming really very, uh, I-, I would say, no boundaries situation but they still want to make sure that this technology is still packaged and offered to them in a more cost-effective way to make sure that it is easy for b- their business to adopt. But
2: before I let you all go, Nadal, I wanted to ask you: What do you think in twenty twenty over the next twelve months is going to have the biggest change on the market? You talked about that change that we've had recently in terms of the demand for choice. What do you think over the next twelve months is going to be the big emerging trend? Do you see anything different, or, or do you see more? Do you see a radical change in the market?
1: I think uh, the market will continue with that aggressiveness. I would see the customer experience uh, uh, type solutions that will continue to increase and demand on us more artificial intelligence, more chatbot to what Ahmed said. And I would see uh, CCAS is the biggest pickup that we'd see. This is why I think we uh, we are prepared. What we announced today with Microsoft is preparation. We see more demand because every organization wants their customer, the stickiness of their customer, they cannot do this except through innovation then the best way
2: to innovate is to go to the cloud yeah, and it seems to be that the contact center is arguably the best place for innovation because there's so much of that leverageable data in in a contact center that data is so valuable for artificial intelligence and, and machine learning and the contact center effectively provides that perfect environment for that
1: our solutions and our contact center call center from the trends, etc. it's the, the the place that was collect the huge number of data that is so it's a real data about the customer their transaction their behavior their new request and also predicting what would be request so we see if anything i would say we see a lot of excitement and a lot of growth is on the cc cast space
2: uh, and Ahmed, over the next 12 months what are you predicting is going to be the the big trend any any big changes from what we're seeing at the moment
3: well, I, I think we're, we're going to see more uh, evolution in uh, the hyper-cloud models. Uh, customers, uh, ha, all businesses has been trying to adopt uh, a lot of, or some kind of a cloud strategy. But it has been still slowed down somehow, especially for enterprises, because no one is really providing a full journey for an on-premise to go into a public cloud offer. That's why we will see a lot of technologies that are going to improve the cloud, like for example the new apis architectures the new we used to call that in the past connectors which is now it's more programmable interface part of of the journey when we work and partner with our customers is how can we make their transition to the new solution innovation more modular more simple and easy okay uh, usually when we work with our customers in the field either they have a cloud strategy so for them the whole project might be just a cloud transaction or it can be more of like i want to modernize and evolve my business and add more to it their main concern is usually how complex and complicated this will be will it take how long is going to take how many resources how much i'm going to invest for us when we work with the customer on exact detailed use cases a clear customer journey a clear experience for their own customers it's help us to simplify this process and give them the right prospect how it can be done and the moment you identify this early enough uh, the simpler and more predicted it is and to avoid surprises uh, during uh, this kind of transformations so anything that's going to help customers to improve and simplify their migration from an on-premise based legacy technology to a cloud i think that will will definitely see a lot of see a lot of uh, innovation in the next 12 months
2: and Steve, what what do you think is going to be from from a channel perspective and a, and a partner perspective over the next month? What over, over the next year even? What what do you think are going to be the, the big changes in the market?
4: So uh, really, following on from what Amit said there, I think cloud UK has been quite a an adoptive market for cloud. You know, we've done very well, but I think now what we're really going to see is is those bigger enterprises that have been looking reviewing, they're really gonna start to move forward with this. Now, from most of the channels that I'm speaking to today, our big Diamond and Sapphire partners, it's all about now how we get these environments live and how we can start moving these customers into this consumption model that they've been desiring and reviewing for a number of years. So I think the next 12 months is really about now executing and delivering that.
2: Well, it's, it's really interesting to hear all of your different perspectives on the trends that are going to be impacting Avaya over the next five months. So, first of all, Nidal, thanks for joining oh, me.
1: Sir. Always a
2: pleasure. Thank you very much for uh, coming here.
4: And uh, always a pleasure to have you with us.
2: Uh, and Ahmed, thank you as well.
4: Thank you, Patrick. Always glad to talk to you. Thanks.
2: And for last but not least, Steve, thanks for joining us.
4: No, it's an absolute pleasure. and look forward to seeing you back in the UK post and pre-Brexit. Huge thanks to Nadal, Ahmed and Steve
0: for joining me at JITEC for the Roundtable. If you want to know more about Avaya's news from the show, you can find that on the website if you head to uctoday.com and search for Avaya. As well as that, there's loads of other content available as part of our UC Trend series. We spoke to senior executives in some of the world's hottest technology companies, including Microsoft, Facebook and Twilio during our Silicon Valley road trip. And you can find all of the video interviews on the website. So if you head there and search for UC Trends, that's it for today's episode, though. If you enjoyed this or any other in the series, please subscribe and leave a nice review if you can. For now, though, as always, a big thanks for listening.